You're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Shed some light, episode 217, coming to you on a Friday. Michael and Jack are back, Miller lights in hand. Dutton is in the studio, crying in the background. <laughs> I'm not sure what he Dutton, needs. shut it. Trying to make a guest appearance on the show today. How you doing, Dutton? Give us your thoughts. Turn you around real quick. Okay. Good. Good to hear from you, buddy. Just wagging his tail in the microphone. Thank you. Thank you. Nope. Back through. Lundbridge, how you doing? Right. Come on. There you go. Okay. I don't know about you, Jack. Uh, I don't have like a super crazy amount of sports to talk about, but I do have a good amount of like random stories, dumb thought type stuff. Yeah, pretty much same. I feel like there really hasn't been a lot of sports. We have... Um, Sorry for that burp, everybody. We have two pertinent uh, Notre Dame sports topics that I'd like to touch on real quick. Sure. First one, uh, Mike Bray retiring. Yeah. Yeah. After 23 seasons, I think, at Notre Dame. Yep. Winningest coach in uh, Notre Dame men's basketball. I. What, do you, what are your thoughts about this? Uh, it's it's one of those things where it's like, uh, this is going to sound really bad, but I'm going to make this analogy anyways. Uh, you know when, like, uh, your, your grandparent gets or like you see somebody like an older person get dementia and you're like oh they're a shell of their former self that, that was like mike bray with the coaching this year okay you could have gone without the dementia analogy you could have well, just said he's a shell of his former self no 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 but where you're like okay this person's clearly losing it he uh i really like mike i love bray. mike bray like he was there when we were ball boys i had like i i feel like i could still go up to him and like he would have a genuine conversation with me yeah he's he is a fantastic guy i thought he was a great coach in the form of like he always he always got more out of his players than what was like thought of them Mm -hmm. this year in particular he like just fucking lost it yeah um and i was listening to a podcast the other day i forget which one it was um but they were talking about how like being the head men's basketball coach at a school like Notre Dame is a very unique position in the sense that we're not a basketball school. Yeah. So, like, you can't have someone with a big ego come in and be like, well, we need the exact same facilities as the football team. Yeah. Because, like, that's just not going to fly at Notre Dame. Like, he's vi- he obviously he's a lot better, but it's the same thing as, like, Tom Allen at IU, where it's like, the- IU's not a football school. Right. But like he's doing the best with what he's got. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm definitely sad to see him go. I love I love him like as a person as a coach. Yes. Um. But I do think that it is time for him to move on, and I hope that he stays in the area and stays like around the program. But I I do think that it's time for new leadership for Notre Dame men's basketball. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm interesting to see like like you said. I'm interested to see like who they go up against. Yeah. Or, like, who they're going to go get. Um, because it's, like... Eric Atkins. 
That's be a wild jump right there. I would love that. Sure, but I don't. I don't think they're gonna give it to him. I think they'll go with like somebody like a that's at like a mid major that is like slightly exceeded expectations. I uh, do. I still have it. I saw a short list of candidates earlier today. I'm not gonna be able to find it now. I thought it was on like CBS or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I saw a short list of them, but interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Um, other thing that I wanted to touch on Notre Dame sports-wise was the official release of the 2023 football schedule. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like the release video, but just like the schedule itself. Um, interesting. It's a gauntlet. Yeah. And then, At and then, points. And then uh, two bye weeks within after. three weeks of themselves at, yeah. towards the end of the year is and it's also after both of the big games interesting yeah so real quick run through for the people uh august 26th against navy in dublin home opener is september 2nd against tennessee state then the following weekend september 9th on the road at north carolina state back at home september 16th for central michigan still at home september 23rd for ohio state September 30th, on the road to Durham, North Carolina, to take on Duke. October 7th, at Louisville. Back home, October 14th, for USC. October 21st, bye week. October 28th, uh, Pittsburgh, at home. November 4th, on the road at Clemson. November 11th, second bye week. November 18th, senior day, Wake Forest, at home. And it's very funny. Pretty funny. And then finally wrapping up the season November 25th at Stanford. It's I'm I th- not I don't want to make any predictions because the last time we said that we were like this season the worst we go is like fucking 9 and 3 and then we were 8 and 4, but you know, same thing. Uh so I'm not going to make any too like bold too early predictions at the moment. Um real quick just random tangent here. Uh, you, I saw a funny stat the other day of like, uh, you know how everybody was kind of clowning Stetson Bennett for being like 25. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to know how old Sam Hartman is? 25. Uh, Drew Tranquil sacked him. And Drew Tranquil's been in the NFL for five years. Yeah, he was a true freshman. Drew Tranquil's senior year, yeah. senior year. Yep, that's pretty funny. It's a wild time. <laughs> I think uh, the 2023 football schedule is harder than this past year. I would agree. You definitely have more meat at the top, and your bottom, I don't think, is as far uh, down as this year's bottom was. I would agree. I would agree. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, at this point, I I love that Notre Dame plays a hard schedule. Mm -hmm. However... After seeing Georgia's, after seeing Michigan's, there's no I'm longer scheduling, reason. I'm scheduling cupcakes for the next fucking decade, dude. Yep. I'm like, what's up? You did you have you seen the fucking teams that Michigan and Georgia are playing? Yeah, dude, we're gonna do the same shit. Mm-hmm. We'll go undefeated. We'll fucking be in the playoffs. And we'll catch you later. Yeah. There's no reason to have a hard schedule anymore. Correct. It's the dumbest shit of all time. Now, uh, I am. I agree with you on that logic. I'm not going to give Notre Dame fans the benefit of that doubt because everyone says, oh, we want an easy schedule, schedule like Georgia, schedule like Michigan. Uh, okay, so when we do that and we play those teams, no one shows up to the games. Yeah, that is true. 
So, so just go. And I swear to God, if people sell their Ohio State and USC tickets this year and the I'll stadium turns somebody. red again, I'm going to lose my mind. The, the only reason that I have a little bit of faith that they won't do that is because Clemson this year. Clemson this year was, we said it on the podcast right after the game, the best home atmosphere I've ever been a part of. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that that will like turn around and like stay like that. So I think we ride. I hope so. I'm going to beat the fuck out of both of them at home. <laughs> Specifically USC. Yeah. We'll see. In we'll, Sam we'll, Hartman uh, or Tyler Buckner, we trust. We'll go into some further deep dives of the schedule and our predictions and everything like that sometime later in the off season slash closer to the start of next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, staying on football, though, I don't think we talked about it. Uh, Traven Jackson? Tie you, baby. Yep. Four-star quarterback coming out of high school. Trace Jackson Davis' brother was formerly at Tennessee, transferred to IU. I hate that I am such a hypocrite with this because I was like, uh, fucking Lincoln Riley built his team in the transfer portal, and that is exactly what the fuck IU is doing, and I'll take it. Uh, yeah, IU is cleaning up in the transfer portal. But to be fair, like it's not like we're getting like the USC level of like Right, recruits. right. You're just getting a lot of transfers. Yeah, yeah. And my opinion on that is I think it is good for short-term success. Sure. Certainly I'll take, not long-term. I'll take, any, any, I'll take any success IU football can get. Right. Short right. or long-term. Don't care. Oh, oh Dutton, Dutton. Back in the studio. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> what do you? What's your opinion on IU football this year? He was wearing the IU bandana earlier. Oh, he turned around and left. Loves it. <laughs> That's his opinion. Okay. Um, staying on the topic of IU basketball, I'm not gonna believe in them. I can't do it again. It's a never-ending triangle of get my hopes up, be excited, get disappointed. Get my hopes up, be excited, get disappointed, and it just keeps going around in circles. Kind of, kind of like recent White Sox. Yeah, but but since basketball is such a shortened season, it's way worse. Yeah, it's like two games, like like beat the fuck out of Wisconsin at home, and then like normally the the like the mantra is like in the Big Ten, like you just don't win on the road, so you have to win at home. And then we went on the road and absolutely kicked the fuck out of Illinois, and I was like, like I. I go. I to be fair. I normally go to bed pretty early. I went to bed at halftime of that game and mentally said to myself, "All right, I'm gonna go to bed now when things are good because I don't want to see them lose." Mm-hmm. And they just kicked the fuck out of them in the second half too. I think I have like a bold take here for anybody that watches IU basketball. Okay. I think that IU is better without Race Thompson on the floor. See, I don't watch enough IU basketball to make a comment on that. He has started every game for the past two years. I still think that it's wild that there's a race and a trace on the same team. Yeah. But Race Thompson's hurt, and I swear to God we are better without him. Sometimes Jordan you know, Jordan Geronimo is way better. CJ Gunn is getting actual playing time. Like we're playing all of our like young freshmen that are good. Right. And it's like, hey man, uh I get it that you're like, hey, respect the seniors for sticking it out, which I do. Not if they suck ass. That's a uh, that's like a Brian Kelly mentality. 
Yeah. Like this guy's starting because he's been here for so long, even though the younger kids are more talented. Yes. Don't give a fuck, dude. If you are better than somebody, you're playing. How's my main man, Xavier Johnson? He is hurt. Ah. But in that absence, and this is, I think, another reason why IU has looked a lot better is because it has put a lot of pressure on Jalen Hudjafino, which is a who's a five-star freshman guard for us. Okay. And he has looked dominant. Yeah. Like, he, like, you, 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 you know how you, like, watch a high school kid's, like, mixtape? Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn. Like, this kid's playing like he's the fucking cock of the walk, best guy in the town, like, whatever it takes. Like, just getting buckets. He's playing like that in college now. I, uh, I, I don't know if we've brought this up on a podcast before, but I think that if you combined Notre Dame and IU's men's basketball teams, they would be lethal. Oh, for sure. Because IU needs outside shooters. Notre Dame has that. Notre Dame needs big men that can score at, at the block. IU has that. You combine those two? Jeez. Yeah. Speaking of which, IU has big men that can score at the block. One of my friends texted me and it was like, I think I have convinced myself. He's an IU fan, by the way. He goes, I think I've convinced myself that Trace Jackson Davis has taken PEDs. <laughs> he was like, he's just fucking dunking on everybody left and right. And I, I was like, you know what? I don't hate that take. I really like him. Uh, dude, it's, but he, he is insane. Like, it's a, like, I don't understand how people don't, I don't understand how, what the mentality is going into the game guarding him wise because he's been there for four years and he doesn't have an outside jump shot yet everybody that plays him plays him outside don't give away the secrets dude he's been there for four (laughs) years motherfucker if nobody's figured this out they're all idiots yeah like the other day that he got the ball in between the three-point line and and half court and the motherfucker that was guarding him was on the three-point line and I was like, what are you doing? He's not going to shoot it from back there. Yeah. If he does, so goddamn be it. If, if I, cause like, if I'm, if I'm a coach playing IU, I, I'm letting Trace shoot from the elbow or extended all day. Mm-hmm. I'll live with the fact if, if Trace knocks down, if Trace scores 30 on elbow 18, jumpers. on 18 elbow jump shots, then God bless. He had a great game. Right. But when he's just like spin moving baseline every time you fucking press him up at the elbow and dunking on you, I'm like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. I and I don't I genuinely don't understand how nobody has figured it out yet. Like I just don't get it. College coaches these days, man. Who knows? But I fucking love Trace. I'll tell you that. Me too. It is still mind blowing that he has not developed a jump shot in four <laughs> years of college. Hey, stick with what you know. But it's it's like one of those things. Like if you're an NBA scout, like he's like six nine. Yeah, he's not big enough to play center. Right. He's not fast enough to play small forward. He doesn't have an outside shot. So like every NBA scout for the past four years has been like, "Hey man, you should fucking develop an outside shot." And he's just been like, "No, no, thank you. I'm good." Yep. It's like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but if you get buckets, get buckets. You know. That's right. That's right. Any other sports that you want to touch on? Not that I know of, no. Okay. Um, let's see. Before we get to random stories and dumb thoughts, we have the best thing in the world to start with the letter N. I only have one thing written down on my list. I think this is an obvious pick for this one. Notre Dame? Notre Dame. I'm going to go with nothing. Nothing is the best thing in the world? Yeah. 
Like doing nothing. Doing nothing, I would have to agree. I don't know if you can agree with that. I feel like you don't do nothing a lot. I've been I've been doing it a little bit more. A here with a nod from downtown. You've been doing nothing a lot? Not a lot, but just more than previously. Yeah, but I mean, you doing nothing one time is doing it more than previously. Yeah, I've been doing it more than once per week. Big doing nothing guy now? Yeah. You like to do nothing? Yeah. Okay. It's not bad. Um, But I can't do nothing for long. <laughs> yeah, there, that, there it is. Uh, I'm going to go with the North Pole, Santa Ooh, Claus. Nice, nice. Uh, okay. Um, Nabisco. Is that the little the treats you get on airplanes? No. What am I thinking of? Nabisco. Uh, isn't Nabisco the company that makes Cheese Whiz? I don't fucking know. What Nestle are the little, Crunch. What are the, what are the little crackers that you get on airplanes? Uh, with the little elves. The Keeblers. No, no, no. There's a Nabisco. There's a Nabisco cracker, I swear to God. There might be. Noodles. Yeah, there are. Yeah, Nabisco crackers. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Mm. Oh, yeah, just noodles, dude. Noodles in general. Yeah. Noodles fucking rock. Uh, uh, the word nincompoop. Sure. Yeah. Dude, can I go off not on like a little tangent here? Do you Nevada. got another end? Yeah, go ahead. Eh. I can give or, give or take with Nevada. It's better than Nebraska. Sure. Yeah, probably. New York. Nah, fuck New York. Better than Nevada. Nevada better is than better Greta, than New York. New York, which is better than Nebraska. New Jersey. Oof. Newfoundland. Wow. Nebraska's at the bottom of the list. <laughs> Everyone else is jockeying for first place. That's fair. Um, you got any more? No, you can go off on your tangent now. No. Just no. Say no. Yeah. It's a fun time. Um, But not really a tangent, just kind of something I, I want to like hold myself to in uh, 2023. Kind of a New Year's resolution, okay. if you will. Not really, though. I just want to uh, say the phrase, what's cooking good looking, a little bit more. All right. You know? Fair enough. Because one, it's just a good phrase, like what's cooking good looking. Like, what's cooking? How you doing? Yeah. But then, like, you throw in the good looking at the end, boost the morale of who was ever talking to you. Okay. Okay. Like, I said that to a guy at work today. I was like, what's cooking? Good looking. And he, like, lit up like a Christmas tree, dude. I was like, oh. yeah. And he was like, <laughs> I like that. I was like, that's what I'm saying, dude. I just like to pop that one out there. What's cooking? Good looking. Okay. So, uh, then wrapping up the show with random stories, dumb thoughts. As I said, right off the top here, I have four today that I'm... Uh, interested to touch on most i've had in a while oh fuck okay i got two kind of okay i'm gonna go first go right ahead um okay so one of them relates to football okay so recently we saw the jaguars beat the chargers yes. in the playoffs okay the last mm -hmm. second field goal mm -hmm. and the chargers got a penalty for jumping the long snapper mm -hmm. i think i have a way that we can block a lot more kicks. Okay. You should keep this a secret and go tell Brian Mason. Yeah, but, I, I mean, I'll tell him, but this is a genius idea, right? Okay. Okay, so you're not allowed to jump the snapper, obviously. Mm-hmm. So 
you get one of your D linemen to line up with his back towards the kicker. Okay. And you, I'm following you. You get like your tallest. Is he standing right in the middle? He's standing on the angle. Like it's like the kicker, that guy, and the field goal, depending on where the field goal is, right? Okay. Like not di- he's not directly in the middle if the, if the ball is like off to the side, you know? Sure. So that guy, tallest defensive lineman you got, he is going in the line of sight. Yep. And then you get your tallest slash skinniest wide receiver. Okay. And he starts as kind of like the safety valve, you know, the guy that's not on the line. Mm-hmm. And then you got a time to snap up right. But then the wide receiver starts to run. And you know how like when a running back scores and the D lineman just picks him up and throws him in the air? Yeah. You just do that. And then that's like an extra like 10 feet that he's blocking, and he can get his hands up on that kick right there. True. I kind of like that. I wonder the legalities behind that. So I was either thinking that or um, you you kind of just throw him up in the air like a fucking cheerleader. Yeah. Like one well, foot and then just You got to think about the, the cleats. Are, are they metal? I don't know. I don't think so. You still, can deal with still, it. still going to hurt. You just tape them up a little bit, dude. A lot of tape. You're going to need a lot of tape. Okay, then other way, uh, I like the, the guy. I like the lift up like under the armpits yep. like they do yeah. for the touchdown celebration. Yes, I think that's going to be your best option. Well, my other option, again, this one, the lineman lines up normal, and then the guy just kind of runs and steps on his back where the pads are. And then he stands up and throws him in the air. Yeah, we're getting creative, but also dangerous. Hey, man, when you got it, like, game's the game. Like, the Chargers would have done that to block that kick. You got to you gotta start recruiting athletes that have a cheer background. Yeah, and then he blocks it and then tucks and backflips <laughs> in the middle of the air, dude. <laughs> and then lands it and gives him a one of these, you nice. know? Okay. A little clap, arms out to the side. Like, sure. fucking hell yeah, dude. Yep. You know what I'm saying, though? I'm just thinking. Not a bad strategy. This is what I'm saying. We gotta we gotta look into the legality. Yeah, the le- like what could we get a what could we get a flag for? Throwing our own player? Uh yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there's a rule against it. I don't think there is. We need a... what is the guy's name? Mike Pereira. Rules what you can't you can't analyst. throw your own player? Yeah. What I'm if, sure it's what like if, an obscure obstruction of a kick or something. I don't think like it that. is. Cuz think about it. What if what if you're like what if you're a linebacker and you're about to hit the gap but your defensive lineman is in the way. Like I'm tossing that motherfucker out of the way. Same thing. I just threw a player. But this time instead of throwing him horizontally, I'm throwing him vertically. Yeah. Trust me, I get it. I get Or it. we just like fucking sit on each other's shoulders. like a guy wearing a big old trench coat yeah two kids dude i don't know man i'm just i'm just thinking here i think this is a good i think we got some legs on this bad boy maybe that's it maybe instead of you you're talking about getting all these big guys out for the kickoff blocks maybe you get people that are built like jockeys small and lightweight and that's who you stack on the big guy's shoulders yeah yeah yeah. but like multiple people but we need that's the thing you We're still trying need the to, big guy as the anchor. Yeah, no, no, no. But we don't want the small people, yeah, because then you're wa- you're it. wasting people on the field. Yeah, that you 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 have like two stacks of three to four people high that are. But then you can just fake the, the, you can just fake the kick. That's that's 
two to three people high. That's six of the like eleven people. Yeah, other five better step up. Yeah, and then, fucking... and, then, and then you got to jump off the backs and then run if the, if the kick gets fake. <laughs> okay, so see, we're we got legs to this. This has got legs. This has got legs. We just uh, need to see again the legality, but I think it should be legal. And again, this is a lot like like the Trace Jackson Davis. Like, how has nobody thought of this? <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> I'm just asking questions here. Um. So I brought this up to you the other day, but I want to do a deep dive into this. Um, so I've—I don't know if I've said on here, but I know I've said to other people that I am so out on like horoscopes, and I hate people doing like star signs yeah. and shit, where yeah. it's like, oh, like you're a Virgo, However, and I'm a—I'm a Pisces. I didn't send one. This is different. This is the Chinese did it right, dude. Their PR team is great because every year. They just do whole years too, which is better. So everybody that was born in one year gets an animal. They also get an element. So like fire or something, which is mine. Sick. Because I'm out. I don't even know whatever my star sign is from when I was born. But I looked it up the other day for the Chinese New Year. And if you were born in 1997, you're a fire ox. And that is fucking so much cooler than anything, so, any fucking star sign that we believe in. What? Sagittarius what fucking you, Capricorn. What uh, search for this? Uh, I just typed in Chinese year and then whatever date it is. I'm not going to lie, yours is kind of lame. I think you are a wood dog. Yeah, that's that. I kind of like that. Yeah, you're the dog. The wood dog. Yeah. A fire ox sounds fucking sick, though. I feel like Wood Dog is so fitting for me. Yeah, pretty much. If you were born in 95, you're an Earth Tiger. <laughs> you're the Dragon would be pretty sick, though, too. I gotta read into Wood Dogs. Sub Dogs. But like I'm saying, dude, they just, have, they just got better branding. Like, it's so much cooler. Would you, like, would you rather be a fucking Capricorn... Would you rather be a fire ox? I mean, I'm I'm either a wood dog or a cancer. <laughs> Easy choice there. Neither of them sound great. But a wood dog sounds way better. Yeah. You can you ooh! <laughs> fucking anytime, dude. You're a dog. I'm a D-A-W. Dog. Oh, dog. Oh, oh, a wood dog. Dude, that's way better than a cancer. I take, I take, then I take more pride in Georgia's national championship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're, I'm a dude, dog. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't think there's any ox out there that's going to vote on like a football team, but. No. An ox just sounds like a brick shit house, though. You know what I'm saying, though? <laughs> yeah, like fucking you, shout out to the Oregon Trail. You never meet a small ox. Dude, yeah. Shout out to the Oregon Trail, dude. When you get the ox. Yeah. You want to, you want to fucking caulk the river or whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> or you want to walk across it, dude? <laughs> <laughs> float it float it dude no but it was co- it was cocking it dude i miss that game but it has to be like the old original or yeah game the game was sweet yeah dude i want to give a shout out to hasbula he's probably an ox too he like look this up he just cracks me up i've never seen a video of his that doesn't make me smile or laugh i'm not really sure why either he just he's just a funny he's and it's not even like the way he looks it's just the mannerisms yeah with he at which he does yeah 
And then when people like make TikToks of a video clip of his with a different caption over the top of those, those crack me up even more because of people's creativity. Like they're just, they're so usable in so many different scenarios that I love it. Yeah. Really, it's good. He's a water horse, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How nice. you doing, Hasbula? Okay, okay. I do enjoy a good Hasbula video. Absolutely. So my three other uh, dumb thoughts here. Uh, let me see here. They're all, like, somewhat brain-related. So I am trying to figure out, and this might just be a, a man thing. Guys being dudes? Yeah, after you live with someone whether it's a roommate or uh in my case my wife um, my wife and they go somewhere or you go somewhere for um like more than a day my i found out that my brain like kind of defaults back to um my original like settings <laughs> okay this so, is interesting so explain here is gone overnight for uh, a trip right it's a week night that night i thought that it was a great idea to make a frozen pizza for dinner and i watched nascar race hub for like three hours i would never normally do that <laughs> i mean i hate to break it to you that's just guys being dudes right there. I, I was like well what why did I decide that that was how I wanted to spend it's night because, by myself? It's because, and I'm not saying this is you guys in general. I'm saying this is every married couple. They're suppressing your inner dude. I'm not even that big. I like I like NASCAR, but not enough to watch NASCAR Race Hub for dude, three Dude, that's hours. just your inner dude coming even, out. It wasn't even racing. They were just talking about the season. Yeah, dude, that's your inner dude coming out right there. <laughs> like fucking... It is what it is, dude. That's your inner dude. And when you get married, your inner dude gets suppressed. Or when you're in a relationship for that long, your inner dude gets suppressed. And then you just, sometimes you got to let out the inner dude and you. I did. It was three hours watching NASCAR highlights, talking about the season. Like, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, Mr. Cannon. It's like, I'm not Mr. Cannon tonight. I'm I'm a dude tonight. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Well, then like the two other, different things. The other two things, um, biting your tongue or like the, your cheek or something like that. Why does that happen? Like your body just forgets how to operate for a second and then it hurts. I think it's one of those things that like uh, we take for granted how like like it's a bang bang play when you when you don't bite your tongue. It's really yeah. And then like sometimes but you it's, just it's so normal. Yeah yeah. But, but, it, but then like, every once in a while, your body's like, nope, chomp. Oh, yeah. Like we think we think that like we miss biting our tongue by like a couple seconds. And it's like, no, no, no. That was like a millisecond away from biting your tongue. And sometimes, you know, the boys are having an off day. And they, the, the, the neurons, they don't fire as fast. Mm -hmm. So we can't, we can't, you know, keep up. You fucking bite your tongue, dude. Hurts. You know, Alabama loses a game every once in a while. It's kind of like the same thing. Sure. Sure. And then the last thing, again, I don't know why I was thinking about all of this within the last week, but like, you know how uh, going upstairs, some people just go up each stair, some people go two stairs at a time? Mm -hmm. Perfectly normal. Either way, whatever you want to do, go up the stairs that way. Going down the stairs, 
it makes no yeah. sense in to my mind to time. go downstairs two at a time. Like my my, I physically cannot comprehend how people do that. You know what I do downstairs though? That I guess is like kind of the equivalent. Where it's like I don't go upstairs the same way as I go down, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't go upstairs this way. I like kind of uh, you you go diagonal. N- yes, My but feet also go diagonal going. But down. also, I kind of like like skip. Like I know I'll go, exactly what you're I'll go about, like, like a step down the stairs, and I don't do that when I go up the stairs. You all, you want to know else? What's Dude, I feel like these are all just like red flags of like if somebody was like a uh, psychiatrist listening to this, they'd be like, "This guy's a fucking psychopath." I go up the stairs with my right foot two two stairs at a time, and with my left foot one stair at a time. Wait, what? Yeah. What do you mean? Like if if my left foot is on the ground and I am going up the stairs and I reach with my right foot, I go two stairs. And then my oh, right then foot is on the ground. You go two stairs the whole way up. No, you go two one. Two one. Oh no, you can't do that. You're I do. walking like a limp. I know. I'm aware of this. So you go two stairs and then a single stair, and yes. then two stairs and then a single stair. Yes, that's psychotic. That's you can't dude, do I that. Dude, ju- I just said if somebody was a psychiatrist listening to this, they'd be like, "This guy's a serial killer." Yeah, you, you can't do that. I don't know why I do it. It's not all the time. But if it happens more than I'd like to admit, and I catch myself doing it, I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? Nope. I don't like that. I don't like it either. You're acting like I like it. I don't like it either. You do it, though. I know. It's just like a so muscle memory. <laughs> I, don't fucking, I don't know how to stop it, dude. I go two, and then I go one, and then I go two, and then I go one. Yeah, like thinking about going down the stairs two steps at a time. My brain just goes like to static mode. It's like when you lose signal on the TV. Yeah. Just like nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that is weird. I I feel like I would like fall down the stairs pretty easily. Yeah. I'm just honestly surprised I don't fall down the stairs more than I do, which is zero times a year to be honest with you. I'll, I'm good for a solid like miss my heel by a little bit and like mm-hmm. do, but like nothing like a serious fall yeah knock on wood 2023 year of the falling stairs year of the stairs falling hopefully not Another i don't perfect i don't stair stepping i'm gonna fall down the stairs i don't think i can fall down the stairs <laughs> i think i'd catch myself before i fell down the stairs i hope so i'm gonna eat shit in the next like week dude <laughs> and it's gonna be bad too that's the thing all right, well, that is where we are wrapping up Shed Some Light, episode 217. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Give us that five-star rating interview. Tell some friends, family, or coworkers this weekend to check out Shed Some Light. Dutton's back in the studio. I got to get this out before he enters, and we'll catch you. Keep them wicked cold. Catch you next time. <laughs>